1: Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now, with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Right along with Laura Reynolds as she talks to the auto designers, creators, and makers about the automobiles we love as we go driving in heels.
2: It's driving in heels. I'm Laura Reynolds, your host. And on this week's podcast... I talked directly to Ford Motor Company about the 2021 Ford Explorer Enthusiast ST rear wheel drive Platinum and Platinum Hybrid. Then I'll talk to GMC about the Escalade diesel and the new Hummer SUV. I'll wrap it all up with how Ford is tackling misinformation on COVID with hashtag finish strong. So let's get started with Ford Explorer marketing manager, Lee Newcomb, as he talks about the interior of the 2021 Ford Explorer Enthusiast ST edition. Boy, do we have something fun to talk about today. I mean, my gosh, you guys never sleep. You've got another (laughs) Explorer coming out. This
3: is awesome.
4: Yeah, isn't it exciting? Um, we have such a great owner base and they're always giving us suggestions and feedback on how we can improve the product. And, uh, you know, over the last year, we've really collected a lot of info and they said, hey, we want more versions of ST because it's a great product. We'd really like to see the hybrid on the Platinum. We, see, we think that's a no-brainer. Uh, and, you know, for those people that live in Southern states, hey, how, why do I need to have a four-wheel drive Platinum? Why can't I just have a rear-wheel drive Platinum? I don't ever see snow. And we said, you know, those are all great suggestions and our engineers got hard at work and delivered these three great products for us. And we're excited to bring them to the market.
2: That is just amazing that you have put all of these out there because I know the enthusiasts must be going crazy.
4: (laughs) Right. That is my, it's my, one of the, my most favorite products I think we've brought to market so far, Uh, just because it's raw and scrappy and, and. You know, we took, we took the existing ST, which is a great product for us. You know, we almost 20% of our sales are ST. People love the looks, and they love the performance, and we know more people would like it. And so we said, let's just distill this down to just the essence of what ST is, and that's performance, looks, you know, and, and just really focus on those elements. And think about the enthusiast driver uh, who might just appreciate those elements, the powertrain, the sport-tuned suspension, the great looks and cut out all of the other stuff and just give them that raw unfiltered experience. And as we were sitting around in meeting rooms, um, kicking around the ideas, one of the engineers said, yeah, you know, that's a real enthusiast ST. And uh, right there, you know, that stuck. And uh, we've been, you know, it's been codenamed the enthusiast ST ever since we've been working on it. So it was great to kind of bring that little insight to market along with the product.
2: Well, I think he hit the nail on the head. Too bad he didn't trademark it in time.
4: You're right. You're right. He was proud though. When I showed him the articles this morning, he was, he was proud to know that that was, that was his baby. So that's reward enough.
2: Well, let's go ahead and start with the engine. I mean, 400 horsepower. Do you think that's enough, Lee?
4: 143 miles an hour, top speed, fastest Explorer ever. Yeah. And the, the harder you get into that engine, the better it performs. Uh, when, when combined with the sport tuned suspension, the four wheel drive, Uh, It is really a fun, fun vehicle to drive. And at the same time, you can tow 5,600 pounds with it. So it can deliver in any instance, which is what we love about Explorer.
2: That is just awesome. I mean, that's gonna be the ultimate uh, get out of Dodge car or vehicle for the weekend.
4: Yeah, right. Throw the whole family in, throw your friends in and get to wherever you're going fast and look good doing it. So that's what we love about ST.
2: Well, let's go ahead and take a, a walk around and talk about the exterior.
4: Yeah, so on the exterior, you know, it starts with that bold grill, that blacked-out mesh grill, uh, and that really unique front end with the blacked-out skid plates, the uh, tinted lenses on the um, on the LED headlamps, and just that unique ST badge on the front, uh, unmistakable. Um, you know, going down the sides, we've got of course the twenty-inch. Wheels, you can actually upgrade to the street package if you want the 21s and the red calipers. So that's a nice little added touch. Uh, Wrapping around in the back, you've got um, quad chrome tipped exhausts that just kind of uh, emit that great exhaust note as well as just the looks of something that's go fast. Um, But then, you know, three full rows of seating, leather trim seats with Miko suede inserts. So when you're taking those corners hard, you're not sliding around in your seats. Um, navigation, uh, eight-inch touchscreen, twelve-point-three-inch digital cluster, so you can monitor your driving conditions. Full, um, full traction modes, uh, trail. Uh, you know all the different drive assist features. So, great, great overall product. Very exciting. That is
2: awesome, and I'm so glad you started off with the grill because to me that that just immediately when you see it, it's aggressive, it's bold. I love it. It's in your face.
4: Yeah, we, we, people have given us such great feedback about the looks of ST, they, they really love it. It stands out from the crowd. You know, I've been, I've been in the business of Explore for over three years and the STs continue to turn my head when I see one on the street, whether it's black, red, blue, silver, you name the color, they all look good.
2: And I really think, Lee, you have to go with 21s on there.
4: I love the street pack myself. Uh, Because it's such great value, you get the 21 inch blacked out wheels, you get a higher performing brake pad. And then you get those those um, red painted calipers on all four wheels. Uh, It just looks, it looks stunning.
2: It does. Those red calipers just stand out. It's, but it's not like you're shouting at somebody. It's very cool.
4: Right. That's what we're always trying to achieve on Explore. A lot of our owners are, they prefer the understated look. And uh, although ST is certainly in your face a little bit, it's, it's got a cool factor. It's not over the top, right? It's classy and then it's in its execution. And our designers and engineers do a great job uh, delivering that.
2: Tell us that you have
4: driven the ST. Oh, too many times to mention. In yes. fact, <laughs> one of the features I want to talk about an ST, and that includes an enthusiast ST, is when you buy or lease an ST, you get a free trip to one of our Ford performance racing schools. We have two of them. We have one in Asheville, North Carolina at the Charlotte Motorville, uh, Charlottesville Speedway. And then we have another one out in Utah. Uh, so you, all you have to do is provide your own transportation. You can bring a significant other and you get a one night stay. Plus you get a full day at the driving school. So they take you through different road courses, different handling conditions, not in your vehicle, in our vehicles, right? So you don't have to worry about wrecking anything. And we really teach you kind of the upper limits of your driving capability, as well as the upper limits of the vehicle's capability. And we get resounding reviews. And again, it's complimentary to anyone who buys or leases an, ST, an Explorer SD.
2: Oh, that is so awesome. And, yeah. and I have to say, I love the fact that we drive your cars, not our own car, because, oops, you really don't want something to
4: happen. <laughs> right? Yeah. It removes all inhibitions, and you just let it go and, and really understand everyone's limits. And it's it's a great school. I've uh, been to it a couple of times. Customers love it uh, and, and, and for every, all the right reasons. It's a lot, a lot of fun.
2: So do the uh, teachers get in the vehicle with you when you take the class?
4: Um, not necessarily, no, you're in, you're in by yourself. Uh, you can bring a teacher along with you, um, but they do some videotaping of your driving. Um, so you can get, you know, you get a, when you complete the course, you get a blacked out ST badge uh that you can put on your vehicle that says kind of you know tells people a little bit you're just a little bit a cut above because you took the course um so yeah so there's that differentiation and and uh, you really do learn a lot and you have a lot of fun in between too
2: you're you're creating a status symbol there yeah. <laughs> you don't have the badge
4: right yeah <laughs> Well, it's nice to say I did it, right? Little little trophy.
2: Well, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, when you're on your commute, you can truly say the other drivers are idiots. You yeah. know, you've taken classes.
4: <laughs> Only for the non-explorer drivers, we'll say. Those are, those are the idiots.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like when you got on the course?
4: Uh, we had a lot of fun. We were there in the winter, actually, in Utah. So the roads were a little bit more sketchy. Uh, and it was, I should say it was early spring. We only really run the school in the summer months. So you don't have to worry about adverse conditions, but we were there at kind of the, the uh, soft open, let's call it that. Um, so we drove through the mountains. There's a whole lot of different stop sp- spots you can stop and take pictures. Uh, then you go down and um, they have actually, this is where we hosted the Olympics back in the eighties. Uh, so they have a biathlon site there still so, you can go out to the biathlon site and you can uh, learn to shoot the little 22 rifles that they have uh, that the biathletes carry. Um, so, that's a little break from the norm. Uh, and then you go into the handling course. Um, and then you also learn uh, all about understeer and oversteer. They have a, at, my, at the time I was there, they had a Taurus, and the Taurus actually sits kind of a little bit on a cart and that cart adjusts the front wheels or the back wheels up or down for more or less grip. So when you're driving the vehicle around corners, you can learn about understeer and oversteer and how to compensate the car for either of those conditions. And it's done at a low speed, so it's not like you're doing it at 50. You know, you're doing it at 10 or 15. Uh, So that's a great way to learn about oversteer and understeer.
2: Is that oversteering and understeering, is that kind of like steering into and out of a skid?
4: A skid or a corner? Yeah, so yeah, so if you're going into a skid, you know, maybe in a front wheel drive car, you've probably got understeer. If you're going into a skid in a rear wheel drive, maybe you've got some oversteer and it really teaches you how to use the accelerator, the brake and your steering to either adjust or get out of those conditions. And it's really applicable to whether or not you're driving an ST or any other product. Uh, You can apply it across products and it's just, it allows you to experience how uncomfortable things can get in a safe way So then when you experience them in real life, you're not panicked. Uh, So that's a nice, if nothing, if you learn nothing else out of the school, that's a great thing. Uh, And then you have a handling course, um, a timed handling course. So you can compete against your um, fellow classmates and, you know, you can bring your spouse with you. So you can compete against them and see who has the the fastest track time. Uh, So that's a lot of fun, too.
2: I, I was waiting for you to say we get to take it out on the salt flats.
4: No salt flats. No oh. salt
2: flats. No. Oh, come on.
4: But you do get to stay in a sweet hotel in Park City. So that's that's pretty good. That's not a bad. And you get a nice dinner too. So um, yeah.
2: I just, you know, imagine me taking it out there. I was gonna ask you if I can go up the summer, you know, and take it on the flats and, and just let it rip.
4: Well, you can, <laughs> you can take yours out to the salt flats.
2: <laughs> okay. I get it. That's a no, Laura. Uh, <laughs> that is awesome. Okay. So the enthusiasts, when is it going to be in dealerships?
4: We should have it early this summer. I would expect no later than probably mid June. Uh, you can go and order them now they're available for ordering now uh, at just uh, over $48,000 for a starting price. Uh, so again, very affordable. No one else in the in the segment delivers that kind of horsepower for that price. Not even close.
2: I bet the dealers are excited. What feedback have you heard from them?
4: Oh, they've been, they've been, as soon as we, we told them about this probably about a year ago. Uh, so I've been getting nonstop emails from them. When's it coming? When's it coming? When's it coming? Uh, when you do as much businesses we do with STs and our dealers do a great job of selling them they know there's an appetite for more so this will be a great compliment
2: they keep looking for the trucks right
4: yes yes (laughs) that's exactly right
2: so any new
4: colors no no new colors right now uh we will we do have some more announcements coming in the next month so uh with that we'll be getting a new color um but we'll save that I'll look forward to being on your show again hopefully um but the full palette's available so we got some great colors this year uh, iconic silver is a great one rapid red is on st is my absolute favorite uh s atlas blue is another one infinite infinite blue if you want to be a little bit more understated but um great color palette
2: so what is the st i'm going to assume it's st what is the version you're going to build for your driveway Oh, it
4: stumped you. No, you didn't. I had to think <laughs> about that for a minute. I had to put my selfishness aside and say, I'm going to have two kids in college this fall. So if I'm building myself an ST, I'm going to start with the enthusiast and I'm going to put the street pack on it and I'm going to call it a day and go with that because that's all I need. That's going to be a fun to drive. It's going to have the right amount of looks on it and the right amount of tech and safety features. And that's going to work plenty.
2: If I get either of the kids to drop out, will you upgrade?
4: I might put a a panel roof on it, maybe. It's another great feature. Maybe the co-pilot 360 assist so I can get the adaptive cruise control. So I'll give you their number. You can reach out to them.
2: (laughs) Great. Dad wants you to drop out. (laughs) He needs a car.
4: He needs a moon roof and some safety features.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what think of it this way lee you're setting an example you know so you want to make sure to get the coolest car possible
4: you know you always got to lead by example and working for a car company uh it's the next best thing is always the best thing so whatever you have in your driveway you already want something else it's not you can never turn them fast enough so uh, i'd be excited to drive an enthusiast st i think it'd be a great product
2: that is awesome well lee yeah. is there anything else you'd like to add
4: uh, no, we covered Enthusiast, great. I think the other two announcements are important. I think a hybrid uh, option now on a Platinum. Uh, so that makes Platinum even more accessible in terms of price. Again, you deliver get all the same content you do on today's Platinum, uh, a little bit lower price and uh, fuel economy and hybrid uh, is your thing, then that's a the perfect opportunity for you. So that's great news. And the rear wheel drive Platinum as well and the gas engine is, is another great option for those warmer climates where you don't see snow.
2: Do you still have to do any convincing um, for different types of vehicles when it comes to hybrids? I mean, like I, I, you know, thought when you guys first came out with the Mustang Mach-E that, you know, Mustang enthusiasts were going to be like, I don't know, you know, but, you know, it's the same thing when it comes to the Explorer. Do you have to win people over with that?
4: Not particularly, not really. Um, And I think that's one of the reasons we wanted to expand the hybrid offering into Platinum because, Right now, the only place you could get it was limited. And some people want more or less content than what's unlimited. So now you can get it all, all the content you want and the hybrid. And it's really the perfect marriage. You know, Platinum's all about tech and luxury and the hybrid just reinforces that. And when you drive the hybrid, if we didn't put a badge on it, I honestly don't think most people would know it was a hybrid. The the transition between the hybrid powertrain and the gas powertrain is seamless. Uh, All it does is boost your fuel economy. Um, you have no range anxiety, you still fill up your gas tank as you would, um, but you get a little bit better performance and you can go further on a tank of gas. So I think at some point, hybrids will just be ubiquitous with a normal gas powertrain. I don't think people will know the difference.
2: Well, I think you said it all right there when you said if it didn't have the badge on it, you wouldn't know the difference.
4: Right. Yeah.
2: Like that. And the platinum, um, boy, that's, that's something where it's like you're tough, but yet you're showing your soft side.
4: that's right you like uh you like some nice finer touches in life but you don't mind being able to get out and uh get yourself dirty once in a while and the platinum delivers on all those fronts great full leather interior massaging seats lane keep assist uh adaptive cruise control bang and olsen 980 watt sound system it's fantastic
2: yeah i just couldn't figure out why you didn't want it
4: I still like uh, I still like the raw performance look of the ST myself.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's one of those things that it's going to be difficult to choose once you get on the lot.
4: That's the objective. We want to give you more choices and make it hard to decide. And, you know, we worked hard to expand our lineup when we launched the all new in 20. And now we're taking it up even a notch further. So we've got a lot of customers out there, a strong customer base that's told us what they want. And uh, we're happy and proud to deliver this to them today.
2: Now, you told us the ST was at 48. Um, Mm -hmm. What's the Platinum?
4: Uh, So Platinum rear-wheel drive is at 52,350. And then the hybrid, which is a four-wheel drive, is at (laughs) 53,085. And then a three-liter four-wheel drive is 54,480. So, you know, you got some lower price points there, a couple thousand dollars, depending on where you start.
2: Well, and it's great, too, because, you know, we just continue to be more and more where we want options and we want to personalize. Yep. And, and you have given us those chances with the different ones that you have.
4: Yeah, thank you. That's that's a, a good adept analysis. You're right. It's all about customizing your experience. Everyone's experience is different. And when you sell as many explorers as we do, you know, you can't just do it with one flavor. We've got a diverse customer set on a diverse demographics and, and geography. And now we've we've pretty much filled it all up. We still got a few more surprises yet to talk about. Um, and then we should have a pretty pretty complete lineup. We're very excited about it.
3: Lee,
2: you're always such a tease. You know, <laughs> I, I think you just want to be the co-host of the show because you've always <laughs> got something coming out.
4: <laughs> I, you know, I can't, I, I have to do my engineers justice. They've been working hard and they've been pushing new derivatives. And I, you know, I get the easy part, just be able to come and talk to you about it. Um, So I'm excited to tease it, like to keep people guessing, but um, great news today and great news on the uh, future of Explore.
3: Thank
2: you again to Lee Newcomb for joining us. Make sure to subscribe to Driving in Heels to hear more manufacturer interviews every week. When we return, it's a twofer as we hear from GMC about the Cadillac Escalade diesel and the Hummer SUV. I'll talk to GMC next on Driving in Heels.
1: This is Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. Each week, Laura talks with auto manufacturers to keep you in the know about the latest and greatest in the cars, trucks, and SUVs you love to drive. Here's more Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds.
2: I'm Laura Reynolds, and you're listening to Driving in Heels. And in this segment, we're going to hear about two GMC vehicles. GMC product manager Escalade, Michael Farah, talks about the 2021 Escalade diesel, Then GMC Hummer EV product manager, Tom Namovich, jumps in and he talks about the new Hummer SUV. Well, thanks for joining us today. I wanted to talk about the Escalade diesel because I think this is um, something that we're, you know, we are talking about. Um, that people have wanted for a while. And boy, you guys came out of the chute with this car.
5: So our Escalade diesel did uh, join um, kind of our full lineup of our all completely redesigned uh, full-size SUVs that we debuted in the 2021 model year, Um, specifically one of those with the the, the Cadillac Escalade with the uh, 38 inch uh, wide uh, OLED display. I think the first in the industry to use that, that curved display, which is gorgeous. The technology uh, and the Escalade being the flagship of the, uh, of the Cadillac brand has been for a long time and just really makes a statement of, of real luxury. And we wanted to provide a, an additional power unit. Uh, 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 diesel is known for being very powerful, very torquey. Uh, and it also helped change the perception of, of what diesel engines are. And in America, diesel's had a, a smaller take rate but our, our full-size SUV customers, uh, whether uh, on the uh, Chevy GMC or on the uh, the Cadillac brand specifically the Escalade, um, wanted an engine that that has great power, um, that has refined capabilities, but at the same time has um, really great fuel economy, which this this does provide. And uh, the 6.2 liter V8 that comes standard in in the uh, in the Escalade is highly lauded a very powerful and refined engine Uh, and then offering that 3.0 liter straight six turbo diesel that also offers that fantastic 460 foot pounds of torque which is the exact same power output that the 6.2 liter v8 it's it's giving customers an option, whether they want the 6.2 liter V8 or the three liter straight six diesel. Um, they both have a refined, powerful powertrain. Uh, with the diesel, you do get you know what um, diesels are known for, that low end torque, as well as that great fuel economy. So uh, a really great engine to offer our customers. And we're excited to see that uh, in market in the Escalade for the first time.
2: And you do have great fuel economy on this vehicle because uh, go ahead and tell us the uh, miles per gallon because I think it's going to surprise a few people.
5: Uh, I believe it's, um, I believe it's, I think 27 on the highway, if I'm not mistaken, I don't don't call me, I believe it's 26 or 27, but that's uh, such an amazing number in a a full-size SUV, you know, in our 2021 um, Cadillac Escalade. Behind the third row, we actually had a growth of uh, 66% more cargo space behind the third row when you compare to the 2020 versus 2021, the all new. I mean, just an amazing, efficient use of space and the vehicle itself, um, it did grow, uh, and most of that growth, roughly six inches is within the, within the wheelbase, but the overall length, um, only grew, I, I'd say within, um, six, seven inches total, most of that growth within the wheelbase. So providing third row passengers with, uh, with, um, much more space, a flat load floor now, and a, and a more, um, a flatter floor for our third row passengers because of that new independent rear suspension. And like I mentioned that 66% growth in the rear cargo space. I mean, that's just, that's massive. Now you can carry all your friends, all their cargo and have a great trip, uh, while driving down the road in uh, in your all new Cadillac Escalade diesel.
2: And there's no arguing over who has to go in the third row seats because they're all comfortable now.
5: No, totally. I mean, it, it's, it's no, not that it was ever a penalty box, but now uh, I think the third row seat that it might be even the best seat in the house. You've got all the way in the back. You can look at your, uh, the, the second row passengers have dual 12.6 inch um, uh, uh, infotainment screens that you can actually view very clear high-definition screens from the third row. So um, it's, a, it's an immersive experience. The third row passengers, you know, I, was, I grew up in, in a minivan and, and way back in the third row, my cousin and I would be in the back and we were not a part of the conversation that was happening up front. But with the refinement, the quietness that's, that is the Escalade, uh, it's an immersive experience and it's a social experience. I'm, I feel a part of the conversation whether I'm in the first, second or third row. And it's a, it's a great thing for a family trip.
2: It is just amazing that you've had an additional six inches because the Escalade was already a beast, and sure. yeah, and I don't know if, if "beastier" is a word or not, but I think you've accomplished it.
5: Oh, for sure. I, I think there's the the redesign, the technology that we have, and um, the the completely new design sphere from the inside to the outside, the premium materials, the look and feel, and Escalades always stood for something. Um, and and this next generation um, Cadillac Escalade will just take it just a step higher for our for our Cadillac customers and for Escalade buyers. In a sense, it really makes a statement and is the flagship for uh, for our brand. Um, we've got Tom for the all new, which I'm kind of I've got my background here. The GMC Hummer EV Super Truck, which we just debuted uh, over the weekend, the GMC Hummer EV SUV, which is expanding the family of our GMC Hummer uh, EV uh, lineup with the truck from last October, and then. Uh, as of last week, the, the EV SUV that joined. And I think Tom can kind of jump in and, and talk uh, about the great things that we've done with our, our all-new electric super truck and that lineup that's growing.
2: Tom, you are up, my man. You yeah, have some big news.
5: Well, Laura, yeah, so we talked
6: in December, if, uh, if you recall. We talked about our pickup truck then. And as our, uh, as our first Hummer EV super truck, uh, that was big news back in October in the fourth quarter of last year. And we, we couldn't be more excited now to uh, have our, our SUV debut um, just a few days ago, really, and uh, uh, right on the heels of our Bear jackson auction of the of our pickup. And the SUV is taking it uh, one step further. Uh, another uh, super truck to our Hummer EV lineup for GMT that's uh, um, just a, a fantastic, great vehicle. So. Uh, really thrilled about uh, the reveal for this vehicle, and and when it it'll be coming into production a little bit then too.
2: Well, go ahead and give us a walk around of the SUV vehicle.
6: Well, the SUV is it's very similar to the pickup. Uh, it shares its its front end, front doors, rear doors. It, it's really the same same vehicle as a, as a pickup um, from the rear doors forward. And obviously, what defines the pickup truck is its its bed and its uh. Uh, cargo carrying capability as a pickup truck and then the SUV uh, it does have a uh, slightly shorter about nine inches shorter wheelbase and it's uh, still a five-seater and it uh, um, it's got the utility and functionality of, a, of an SUV um, with um, about, I think it's about 36 cubic feet of uh, uh, cargo storage and it uh, broadens the the appeal of the Hummer EV uh, models within GMC within within SUV, um, and uh, it's uh, um, uh, an, ex- an exciting chapter for us to, to add on to that lineup to, to offer more than just a pickup. So, um,
2: so tell us about the tech inside.
6: The tech inside uh, is it, it mirrors the uh, the pickup truck, which uh, we got a twelve point three uh, screen, a cluster for the driver, a 13.4 inch display uh, in the center with uh, our infotainment powered by Google. We've got standard Super Cruise on the Hummer EV uh, SUV as well as, uh, as, as on the pickup. And, uh, um, and once again, too, this continues our, our tech of the Ultium battery system and drive uh, um, units and uh, our motors within the, the vehicle, too. And uh, um, yeah, so it's just, uh, it continues the tech tour de force and, and off-road and on-road capable vehicle that the pickup was and extends it to our new body style, the SUV.
2: 13.4 inch, mind blown. I mean, that is huge. That's got to be the biggest. Yeah,
6: uh, you know, I, I, I can't say that it's the biggest, but it's definitely, uh, it, 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 it helps fill the interior of the Hummer uh, EV for sure. <laughs>
2: I like that. Fill the interior. Well, go ahead and tell us a little bit about uh, the interior. Actually, like the upholstery and and uh, the trim.
6: Well, okay. So when we debuted the Hummer EV pickup, we launched uh, with a, a, a high contrast, uh, what we call a lunar horizon uh, interior for the vehicle, and it's a, it's a really stylized premium interior with uh, a, a, and a leather alternative. Uh, that uh, is accented by a tech bronze um, tech bronze decor or deco pieces within the, the interior too. And then for the SUV for our edition one that uh, um, will start production in early 2023. So we'll launch the, the pickup this fall and then uh, a little over a year later we'll launch the SUV. And with that, with our edition one, we're, la- we're launching the interior with the uh, lunar shadow, which is a more lower contrast and still very premium and appealing uh, interior because it carries the, the jet black theme over with uh, um, a, a slightly different um, take on, on it with the lower contrast, taupe, dark top taupe, uh, accents of, uh, with, the, with the lunar uh, shadow. And through it all, we carry on. If if, uh, if we've talked about this or if you've read, uh, we continue the the interior theme and accent with uh, um, uh, calling out uh, some other additional lunar accents in the in the interior too, from the speaker grille to the bottom of the console. We've got impressions and uh, of the sea of tranquility in the vehicle too, and uh, uh, we offer um, a great interior for the vehicle with uh, um, you know. Uh, at least, uh, um, well, similar interior spaciousness as our Sierra and other full-size pickup trucks been in our, in our crew cab, and that carry forward with the SUV as well.
2: Tom, I'm surprised you haven't been mobbed yet. I mean, with, with the announcement of the truck and also the announcement of the SUV, I mean, people have got to be going nuts over this. Have you heard feedback from the dealers?
6: We, we've, the feedback has been incredible. It really has. And, uh, you know, for the in-person stuff, we let our engineers take the mobbing. I mean, the engineers are, it's not a, it's not necessarily the glamorous job always, but uh, these engineers, they put their whole heart and soul into these vehicles and uh, whether, and their and, and designers. So let me, let me clarify that too. So our designers from the interior and the exterior um, to our engineers developing the off-road capabilities for this vehicle. The, uh, our watts of freedom, acceleration of uh, around three and a half seconds for the SUV and um, three seconds for the pickup truck. Uh, we've we've challenged our engineers and they've more than stepped up to task for this. And that's what makes the vehicle feel so great. You know, the capabilities, the electric vehicle, the, the 300 mile range in the SUV up to 350 miles in the pickup. And, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, it, it's just a, a great Great vehicle and a great bragging point for these engineers that have worked on and designers too. And, you know, you let them take, now that the weather's warming up and they're taking the top, the, the sky panels off the, uh, the infinity roof. Uh, they're getting a the chance to even, uh, um, something I can't do, uh, you know, let maybe uh, um, drive the vehicle without a hat on and, uh, um, you know, show off the vehicle and truly have, have fun with these uh, as our test vehicles are out. Running uh, off road, on road, and uh, within our GM properties too. So, uh, it, yeah, it' exciting to say the least. It's really a, a, a great time for uh, for GMC, for GM, and for uh, the update of our Super Truck lineup with a with a Hummer EV SUV.
2: Now, Tom, tell me you have driven either of these vehicles.
6: You no, know, for sure, oh, for sure, yes. yeah. And uh, I had the most fun. So if you if you happen to see any of the footage of of the uh, snow crab footage where there where we had a vehicle doing yeah driving of uh, the crab walk in the snow and also having a little bit more fun, uh, I had a chance to drive the the pickup truck at that time. I, I wasn't the one driving in the commercial or in, in the in the um, social uh, footage and otherwise, but I got to drive on that day too and and. I got to be honest, I, I really am dying. And, you know, I got to drive it only one day so far uh, because everything that we're doing that we built into the vehicle from the uh, from analytical work and and all the stuff that allowed us to bring this, mar- this vehicle to pick up to, to market in just over two years. And when the SUV follows, um, we're, our, our engineers from durability testing to development work to... Um, doing all the work. This is where the engineers are really getting out of the fun now. And uh, so it's not like a product marketing guy can go out and pick a vehicle up. Uh, Our vehicles are being used around the clock for uh, um, all of our engineering work still right now. So, but yeah, it's a great fun vehicle and really looking forward to driving the SUV because with a shorter wheelbase, uh, it's even more capable off-road because the improved breakover angle and we've got less rear overhang, so our departure angle is better. And, a couple know, coupled with our four-wheel steering, that shorter vehicle is even going to be more nimble driving around town or driving to the mall or driving to, you know, to go through the drive through to pick up your food. Um, so it'll be a much more uh, um, nimble and fun vehicle to drive in every day.
2: Too, so. <laughs> Definitely a cool, gu- uh, cool dad's, you know, car for a carpool. <laughs>
6: That's for sure. Yeah, we're not going to discriminate. Mom's going to have fun with this thing too. So uh, it's 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 going to be a, it's, a, it's a it's a fun fun vehicle, and uh, um, it's 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 a large vehicle, and with some of the, the features from you know the four wheel steering and the great turn circle we have on this, it's a it's a very small car uh, feel when uh, when you drive the vehicle too. With turning radiuses that you know from the pickup. Uh, and now, now to the, the SUV, we've got our turn circle is 35.4 feet and it's, it's comparable or better than uh, mid-sized cars or SUVs.
2: That's amazing how tight that turn is.
6: Yeah, and you really feel it too when you drive it. It's uh, um, when, you know, From going into parking spots or just driving the vehicle, it feels really small for, for a large truck.
2: Well, since we're talking about turning, tell me what wheels come standard and then how big can I go?
6: All right, so the the task we've taken with the Hummer EV is we, every one of our trims, we offer three trims in addition to the additional one. So we got our Hummer EV2, 2X and 3X. We configure the vehicle with uh, um, a a 22 inch wheels and AT tires. So it's not not gonna be one of these rubber band aspect ratio uh, tires on the base vehicle, but still it's a large 22 inch wheels and tires. And then our optional tire is part of our off-road package. So that one, uh, we go to 18-inch wheels and tires. Then uh, each one is a 35-inch outer diameter for the um, for the tires. And with the 18-inch, we, we uh, couple uh, uh, mud train or on-off-road tires for that vehicle. So uh, we go big with the 22s for the standard vehicle. And then for those who really wanted to have the vehicle capable for off-roading, that's when we go to the 18-inch with much larger aspect ratio and much more capable tire for off-roading.
2: You know, the first two things I always notice about a vehicle are the wheels. And then I love grills. And this has got a very cool grill, unless, you know, you're stuck in traffic and you see a point blank in your rear, rear mirror and you're going, oh, gosh, you know, what is behind me? It's a tank.
6: Right. And, you know, I, and I guess really in the scheme of things, we can't call it a grill anymore. It's, it's our front. It's our signature lighting in the front. Uh, as an EV, we don't have the same cooling requirements and airflow requirements for in, for inside. And at least our signature lighting in the front, it does, it's very distinctly illuminated with the Hummer EV uh, model name on it. And uh, yeah, uh, so that's part of our, our our whole exterior lighting on the vehicle is great too. So uh, with the Hummer EV lighting, the signature lighting, and our, our uh, approach, departure, and charging animation, we've got some uh, really exciting uh, lighting to show off when we're we're getting the vehicle on the road too.
2: Now, I know you said the, the truck isn't going into production until 22 and then the EV 23. Is this something that we're going to need to put in pre-orders for?
6: Yeah, so we've, we've got pre orders live for each vehicle now. And each of our vehicles, uh, the pickup and the, and the SUV sold out their edition one. So we have a, a launch model or edition for our vehicle. And each one of those sold out in ten minutes. So you can still order the other trims, and and, and uh, uh, the other trims are still orderable online for each, each of our uh, body styles.
2: Tom, I think you're going to have to, you know, help them build these more of these. If they sold out in ten minutes, they're going to need all the help they can get.
6: Well, you know, we're taking all the orders, you know, that that we can, and we're 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 just excited to bring it into production. So, like, you know, the pickup will be this fall. A little bit later, you know, a year later or so for the SUV, and we can't wait to bring them out. So it's uh, it's it's going to be fun, and we're really excited to get these into customer hands uh, coming up here, and, and and just really, you know, not not too long from now, this fall. I mean, we're just approaching summer now, and, and fall is not far off.
2: Now, Tom, are you ready for this? You know all the bells and whistles. You know all the trims. You know all the colors. I want you to build. The perfect vehicle that's going to be parked in your driveway to make your neighbors jealous.
6: Okay, I mean this is easy. Regardless of the body style, it's, it's uh, you got to go for the top model. You got to go for the Hummer EV 3X, and and with that, uh, I would choose the off road, the extreme off road package for each one. That gets you the uh, um, the 18 inch wheels and tires with the 35 inch on off road uh, MP tires, and it also gets you the uh, the underbody skid plates. The rock sliders. It gets the uh, ultra vision camera system with 17 camera views on the SUV, 18 on the pickup, and uh, um, and then outside of that, then too, I'd go for the uh, transparent I- Infinity sky panels uh, for the roof. Um, they we come standard with opaque panels, and then we offer uh, transparent tinted panels uh, um, as an option too.
3: So really, that
6: that's a fully loaded vehicle right there, and uh, um, it's it's. Whichever body style, so I probably go for the. I probably go for the pickup. The SUV is great, and uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna sell a lot of SUVs. But uh, I, I'm i a, I'm a true pickup fan for this vehicle, so I go for that one.
2: <laughs> and you got a color for it?
6: Well, okay, so we're launching. Uh, you know, the pickup's launching in, the, in our in our white. And uh, then the uh, SUV for the Edition One is our Moonshot Green mat. So we have we have a green matte uh, paint for the for the SUV for its Edition One. And then we got uh, uh, about six other colors that will follow shortly thereafter for each vehicle.
2: Oh, awesome! That's going to be so cool. I love asking you guys that question because you always set the bar so high <laughs> for the rest of us.
6: Oh yeah. Well, I mean. Each one of our Hummer Vs is fully capable, um, but it's with the 3X that we get the three motors and the, and the best acceleration too. So even for people that won't take the vehicles off-road, uh, it means zero to 60 in three and a half or three seconds is jaw-dropping. And the ability to show that off with our Watts of Freedom, a um, whole experience of Watts of Freedom is gonna be truly astounding.
2: <laughs> that 3.5 seconds is insane for that vehicle it really is kudos to the engineers for doing that
6: i t- you know this is uh you know backed by our you know backed by this our altium drive units and the three motors and you know with torque factoring capability and the you our top trim it's uh it's 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 really a it's an off-road and on-road beast in every possible way <laughs>
2: Now, are you able to talk pricing yet, or has that been released? Not been- and We've
6: released pricing. So uh, for the SUV, we've released our edition one pricing, and uh, it starts at 105595 so just over $100,000, and uh, uh, the, that configurated vehicle is for the on-road uh, configuration, and then the, the, we'll offer the off-road uh, package as well for about another $5,000 on top of that. So, uh, and then the, the rest of the trims will follow with uh, uh, we've got um, 79995 for our, our base uh, um, configuration, our Hummer EV2. And that's both for the SUV and for the pickup. And then there's uh, the 2X and 3X so that'll come in at uh, right around 90 and right around 100 for each one of those two things.
2: Man, I think you just gotta go for that off road package.
6: I think, I think so, too. Is that what you'll choose? I guess, I mean, I got to ask you, too.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, if you're going to go for a Hummer, I mean, I think you got to put the off-road on it to make it look totally, and I'm on the radio, badass.
6: Well, it, 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 it definitely will. It's going to, you know, make no mistake about it, it's going to be pretty um, bad anyway. It's going gonna, it's gonna to look great either way. And, and with the off-road, you know, with the off-road vehicle, the extreme off-road package, it's going to, you're right though. It's going to be even that much more bad.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Tom, is there anything that you're like, why hasn't Laura asked me this yet? It's so important.
6: Well, I, one of my favorite feature about the vehicle uh, and uh, um, yeah, I mentioned them a little bit too, is it, it would be our infinity roof um, for the, for the Hummer EV and it's the same on the SUV or pickup. Uh, it's got four removal, removable sky panels and either opaque or optional transparent panels. And it's uh, um, the great thing about this is, is that when you take these four panels off, they all store in the front. so they all store on vehicle, and you bring them with you uh, instead of either storing them in the back of the cargo area of the SUV or your garage floor, they come and store on the vehicle. And then we also uh, have one other little trick that there is a the front bar uh, between the 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 pillar, the A pillar and B pillar in, in the center, and that's removal too. So uh, really, truly making this a convertible experience when you're when you're in the vehicle. So it's it's just the open air experience with the with the infinity roof, the removable sky panels, and then the back glass drops uh, in the SUV and the in the power swing gate. It drops, and then on the pickup, it, it uh, also the the back cab glass also drops. So the open air experience in this vehicle is you know it's just crazy great.
2: Well, and you were telling me this about uh, this before is that it is just so easy and intuitive to get those panels off. It's not one of those things that you struggle with.
6: It really is. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's not um, a one button push convertible top, but short of that, it's only a couple of latches for each one, and they and they stack really quite cleanly within in the front too. So, and they're uh, I don't know the mass or the weight of the panels, but they're easily handled by. Um, Uh, any uh, adult or even a kid can handle these things too they're they're easy to handle and uh, it really makes it easy to make the vehicle open air
2: all I need is a long red light and I can get it done
6: (laughs) yeah I recommend doing it in a park in a park spot somewhere Uh, especially when you have the front open when you're putting the panels in the front it would be tough to drive with it like that so it'd have to be a really long red light
2: Oh man, you, you guys
6: are we always. We need to put to... a damper on it.
2: Yeah,
5: <laughs> safety first. Safety first. <laughs> right, right.
2: Well, this is awesome. I am so excited for you guys, and I'm so excited to see what everyone thinks when this finally hits dealerships.
6: Yeah, we are too. We and we can't wait. So we've we've got our test fleet out there now, and we're it's tons of photos of our vehicles, whether uh, you know on road, off road, on snow. Uh, um, or, or wherever they may be, and they don't—they don't look as pretty as what our production vehicle will be. But if it's any hint so far, uh, from people taking photos and posting them on social media, to uh, just heads being turned for the vehicle, it, it's—we uh, know we got a winner here too. And it's—you know—with our Bear Jackson vehicle, our our pickup that auction for two and a half million dollars to benefit uh, Tunnel of to Towers uh, charity um we know too that just that if that, if anything can give a subtle hint of what this vehicle is going to be capable of uh that's a pretty good indicator too so we're excited for the vehicle to come out uh, uh, to be launched here coming up so
2: well, how, how long? I'll ask you one last question. I know you guys got to go, but um, I know you're, the, the truck is going into production in 22. So how much longer before I can actually start seeing it on trucks and in going into dealerships?
6: Well, yeah, it's going to be a 22 model year for the pickup this fall. So it's going to be th- this fall as a model year 22. So it's still in calendar year 21 that we'll see vehicles on the road in customer hands. Uh, and then uh, and then it'll just be a little over a year after that for the SUV.
2: Yes. Thank you again to Michael Farah and Tom Namovich for joining us. Make sure to subscribe to Driving in Heels to hear more manufacturer interviews every week. When we return, we'll hear how Ford is combating misinformation about COVID vaccines. I'll talk to Ford Director of Community Development, Ford Motor Company Fund, Pamela Alexander next on Driving in Heels.
5: In the California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether coastal cruising,
2: mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, discover beauty around every turn. Your California Road Trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at VisitCalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic. There's nothing like your podcast selection. The topics and banter make for the complete driving experience, kind of like Goodyear Auto Service. They offer full-service car service. Whatever comes your way, they're ready with a lot of know-how and some friendly tips to help keep you moving. Keep the podcast flowing and your car going with Goodyear Auto Service. For all-around car care, visit GoodyearAutoService.com.
1: Thanks for checking out this week's episode of Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. Let's get back to Laura having a lot of fun talking about cars.
2: I'm Laura Reynolds, and you're listening to Driving in Heels. And in this segment, Director of Community Development, Ford Motor Company Fund, Pamela Alexander, says... Ford Fund is partnering with multicultural nonprofits to distribute information on COVID vaccines in their campaign, Hashtag Finish Strong. Every time I look at Ford, it's like you guys are in the forefront of what is going on in helping our community with COVID-19. And you've launched yet another initiative, Hashtag Finish Strong. So could you tell us a little bit about it?
3: Right. So as you've mentioned, uh, since the beginning, we've been all in supporting communities, just like we always have as a company. It's, it's part of who we are. We started off with, with respirators and face shields and then grew into um, made a commitment to get 120 million masks donated throughout the U.S. to at risk and high need communities. And towards the beginning of this year, we said, let's finish strong. We're all so close. We can get through this. We can get through this together. Um, Let's finish strong. And as part of that, we have now completed the last deliveries of our 120 million masks. And as one of our other initiatives, we have launched a PSA about the vaccine because unfortunately, there's so much misinformation out there and people are being inundated with it. And it's really affecting um, people's ability to to make a decision based on valid, trusted, correct information about the vaccine for themselves and their loved ones.
2: So what are those PSAs? What are the, the bullet points of those PSAs?
3: So really it's about, you know, we at Ford Fund, which is the philanthropic arm of Ford Motor Company, for some time we've had a, a committee and We called our Multicultural Advisory Committee. And it's composed of organizations, um, national and some local organizations throughout the US that serve and advocate for multicultural communities. So obviously they are brain trust. And of course during COVID, we've been having lots of conversations what's needed, what's out there. And as the vaccine became more widely available, um, one thing that was crystal clear is that, especially in multicultural communities, people are receiving multiple pieces of misinformation every day. And statistically, when you look, when you look at the people who are hesitant to get the vaccine, the majority of them have received that misinformation. So for us, we have worked with these partners for years, if not decades, and their leadership and the organizations have enthusiasts to come forward to put out this PSA and say, get the right information. It's about vaccine. With, we call it Vax with Facts. It's about getting the right facts about the vaccination. And we provide links on boardfund.org to all of their trusted information because organizations like um, LULAC, which is the League of United Latin American Citizens, uh, City Benavides, their president is there, um, the head of the Hispanic Federation, the president and CEO of the NACP, the president and CEO of the Urban League, of the National Urban League. Um, the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League, we have major uh, national leaders who have come together in unity report fund to say, let's get the right information out there.
2: That is scary, that stat you just quoted about how much misinformation is out there. So how do you tailor the the public service announcements that go go out to the communities?
3: So what we have is we take each of those leaders because again, these leaders, these organizations are trusted sources within communities. They are already in communities. They are doing great things to communities. They have been there for communities throughout this entire COVID situation. So in our opinion, you know, people will trust and trust trusted sources. Uh, and so having the leaders of these organizations come together and say, it's important get the facts and then go to FordFund.org and each of those organizations has a link. So for example, if you um, are familiar with LULAC in your community, you can go to FordFund.org, click on the LULAC link and it sends you to information that is trusted and correct about the COVID-19 vaccine. So it's really about tapping into those resources that are out in communities and organizations that people already work with and trust and know to provide information.
2: That is genius. I mean, how did you guys put this together so quickly? I mean, I see well, all the different organizations that you had <laughs> to contact.
3: Well, you know what, because we have this committee and because of our partnership sport fund is not new to the community space, we've been in sport communities uh, for decades. Um, So we already have relationships with these organizations. This wasn't something we started from scratch. Uh, We have partnerships with these organizations that span decades in some cases. So we are known to them. And so because we are constantly in contact with them and working with them on an ongoing basis, uh, even before COVID obviously, uh, we could just call them up in this committee and say, what can we do? And we listen, you know, these organizations are out on the forefront in the fight uh, against COVID and we listened to what they had to say and what they told us is misinformation is the biggest issue right now. We have to combat that.
2: What are the biggest pieces of misinformation that you're hearing?
3: Well, you know, you hear, you know, I, don't, I almost hesitate. I don't want to repeat them, but there's just okay. all kinds of things out there about effects of the vaccine or what the long-term effects can be. Um, how was it test? Has it been tested? Was it rushed? You know, there are all kinds of things out there. Um, but the important thing is to get the right information out there. Uh, because as I said, of the people who are hesitant, um, statistically urbanly did a study of the people who are hesitant to get the vaccine most of them have gotten some type of information or misinformation um that is making them hesitant so when someone you trust even reverend jesse jackson is in the psa uh because we've done a lot of work with him, him and rainbow bush um to get masks out there and the donations of 120 million masks so he's out there saying you know we can get through this together because we can I think you
2: hit the nail on the head because um, whether you're pro or against or indecided about undecided about getting the vaccine, you tend to look for information that supports your personal argument you know, for it.
3: But if we go to, you said ford.com. Fordfund.org. Fordfund.org. And it's backslash backs with Vax if you want to add that on the end. Yeah. V-A-X um, with Vax. Um, it has all the information and links. You can go to any of those links. We also, of course, have CDC information there um, to provide the information. Then make your decision about yourself and your loved ones and your community. But you know, let's have the right information out there. It's really, really important.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's
3: what I'm thinking. I mean,
2: you're you're going to get it in black and white. No, you know, tilted one way or another. No. It's
3: all just right there for you to you know digest yeah. and make your decision. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so important. There have been so many stages of this. You know, as you mentioned, we are just finishing up delivery of our final masks and the 120 million masks that went out. And, and we listened to Community Voice on that one as well. We partnered with our national partner. We partnered with our dealers. We had 700 dealers in 550 states participate in our what we call PPE days where people could just come into the dealership and get free masks. Um, we partnered with organizations like National Coalition for the Homeless. Uh, Because if you think about it, you know, a lot of people use reusable masks. Well, when you are not housing secure, you don't have anywhere to wash masks. So it was really important to get disposable masks out into that population. Um, The Boys and Girls Club, they were a big partner, we uh, provided over 3 million masks to them because a lot of the club were providing even earlier on safe care for kids whose parents had to go to work. First responders, hospital, healthcare workers. Um, and a lot of them were trying to provide as much of a service as they could to those individuals. So we made child masks, and we sent those to the Boys and Girls Club. Um, we had almost 30 million masks to go to schools throughout the U.S. Um, that were, you know, many schools were still in session and, and needed to protect us. Some more opened up um, their students' ability to come into school. school. So we were really deliberate, um, but really enthusiastic and energetic. It was—it's been a busy year at Fourth Fund. <laughs> And at Ford, and, you know, our partners at the UAW producing the masks, it's just, it's been all in. And uh, in the face of something that's so difficult, it's just amazing to be able to work on, on, on these types of community engagements.
2: So where can we
3: see the PSAs? Are they on television? Are they radio? So they are going out via social media. They're out there now. Um can be at the FordFund.org website. Our partners are sending them out. But the easiest way is to go to FordFund.org backslash, uh, backslash, and feel free to share it um we are sending this out through all of our networks throughout the throughout the country.
2: Now if I'm an organization listening and I'm thinking, man, I got to get involved with this, who did they contact?
3: Um, go to Fordfund.org and they can reach out to us. There's a way to email and, and reach out um, to us at FordFund. We look and read and each of those emails that's where they need to be. Um, so feel free to reach out to us. You know, we have partners all over the US and throughout the world. Um, and we are really dedicated to making a difference in communities and just this is something that's very, very important to all of us. Well, Pamela, is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, i just like to add also, I, I should mention that the PSA is also in Spanish. So a Spanish version is available as well. Um, and that we are just thrilled. We are gonna continue to do this, finish strong. We want to finish strong together with four, together with communities and together with the country and our world. So we're excited about that. Hashtag finish strong. Hashtag finish strong, hashtag
2: backs with backs. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you being on the show today, Pamela. This is great information and it's so needed right now. Yes,
3: yes, exactly.
2: You can view the campaign at FordFun.org. Thanks again to Pamela Alexander for being on Driving in Heels. Make sure to subscribe to Driving in Heels to hear more manufacturer interviews. Every week, I talk directly to the manufacturers to get you the latest information about vehicles you're interested in. No opinions, just straight facts from the automakers themselves. I'm your host, Laura Reynolds, and that wraps up this week's Driving in Heels.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Driving in Heels. There'll be more next week when Laura Reynolds talks directly to the manufacturers about the cars you love and the cars you want to know more about on Driving in Heels.
0: In the
5: California Road Trip Republic, we believe you take adventure for a ride. Whether
2: coastal cruising, mountain motoring, or redwood roaming, discover beauty around every turn. Your California Road Trip can kick off from anywhere. Starting route. But it should always start at visitcalifornia.com. Then buckle up, crank those tunes, and ride with us in the California Road Trip Republic.